You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with your dating coach, Trip from TripAdvice.com. Do you struggle with getting girls to like you? You'll learn step-by-step how to talk to girls to create deep connections, whether it be for <laughs> one night of wild fun, a one-week fling. Are you currently involved in a sexual relationship? Or for a lifelong partner. Full of long-lasting pleasure. Here's your host, Trip. Hey, welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip from tripadvice.com. And today we have an amazing interview with Mr. Max Nichomkin. I don't know if you heard of this guy, but holy crap, he's got some amazing information to talk about today in terms of getting over your insecurities. And I'm really excited because I've been wanting to interview him for a long time. And we fit him in, and you're going to get to hear all the knowledge and all the wisdom that this guy has gained to help you become what I call Superman. Every time we were talking during the interview, I was just like, whoa, like this is like Superman. Like he's helping guys become Superman. So in touch with who they are so they can become the strongest possible version of themselves. So a very unique interview that you're about to hear in just a minute. Now, a couple things. If you have any questions, I want you to call in because I do special episodes just to answer your questions. You can call into the How to Talk to Girls hotline, 323-432-0025. Call in, leave a message. We'll play it here on the podcast and we'll answer it and I will give you as much information as possible to get your questions answered. So, 323-432-0025, go ahead and call in. And if you don't know, I got a free gift for you. Always have a free gift for you. TripAdvice.com slash podcast dash gift. This gift is a video of one of my students doing an approach during the day, meeting girls. You get to see the entire interaction live on hidden camera, and I break down everything that he's doing right and wrong so you can learn how to meet girls during the day or at night. You're going to learn how to flirt. You're going to learn how to touch. You're going to learn how to get the number, when to close. It's an amazing approach, and it's all for you for free. TripAdvice.com slash podcast dash gift. Okay, so go there, check it out, call into the hotline, and of course, of course, if you like the podcast, I want to hear from you. Leave a review. I read all of them. We'll even feature you here if you leave a nice review. Hey, leave a bad review. We'll feature you too, and I'll just kind of make fun of you. So go ahead and do that, and get ready, because right now you're going to learn from the man, Max. Max Nachomkin at maxnachomkin.com. And if you're interested after listening to this interview of doing coaching with him, working with him, then go ahead and check out his website, maxnachomkin.com. And here's even better. He gives you a free gift. It's a dating assessment, which we'll talk about on the podcast itself at maxnachomkin.com slash trip. That's his gift to you. Again, we're putting that in the description in the show notes. Now get ready to learn about how to become your strongest self, how to become your most powerful self, and all by doing a, 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 just a key, few key strategies here that he's going to go into detail about. So you're going to learn that right now. Enjoy. Hey Max, what's going on, man? Trip, good to be here, man. Yes, happy to have you. I'm so glad that we could we could do this interview. You are doing a lot of really cool things, unique things, which is one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the podcast because I feel like you're talking about stuff that a lot of other coaches aren't. It seems like you go really deep 
and you know you get down to some of the core stuff that really helps guys in terms of confidence at defeating insecurities and using some of those things to be able to attract not just more women in their life but probably a lot of different stuff in, into their life because I know that some of the work you do it's you know it can help guys way beyond you know dating which is the best thing ever you know what I mean it's like you're killing three birds with one stone here so that's just one of the reasons why I was so excited to have you on the podcast totally man yeah I'm excited to like talk about it and like really share with everyone like what's what's actually going on underneath the surface because it's really easy to like look online and see like different tips and tricks but unless the the emotional foundation is there to really apply those things then like none of that advice actually sticks and so I have a way to really instill like massive transformation in men who want to be more confident and want to like have really amazing and like real relationships that feel really good for them without having any fear around it. That's great. Now, when the guys come to you and they have those fears that you're talking about and those insecurities, I'm just curious, what do they, what do they say to you? You know, what, what are some of the common sayings that you hear from guys? So, you know, for the guy listening right now, he can hopefully relate to maybe some of the things that, you know, guys say, like, what are their insecurities? What are their fears? What do you hear the most? Right. Well, the biggest one is like, I don't know, I don't know what to say, or I don't know what to do in order to date the women that I want. And so if you actually look at this question, the question comes from this energetic of that it actually matters what you say or what you do. And what I, what I like to show these guys, especially when they ask these questions is that attraction has nothing to do with what you say or what you do. It's who you are. And so it doesn't even matter. Right. And so if you're asking that question, it's just a false belief that the people that you attract in your life are dependent on what you do. And so that type of that type of thinking perpetuates trying, right? And so the challenge with a lot of guys is like they'll learn all these ticks and they're like, oh, I can talk to women and I can try this and I can do this. But what happens is, is they show up with a lot of effort. And when they put in, when they try to like connect with women or they try to do anything, um, that can get into a really sticky situation because it works, right? And they'll actually start to see results. But as soon as they take away the effort, as soon as they stop trying, then their whole relationship will fall apart because that person that fell in love with them was based on the version of trying, like the, the version that they showed up as a man of trying to do things rather than just who they are naturally and spontaneously. And so when guys say, hey, I don't know what to do or I don't know what to say, it's like, it's okay. Like you don't need to because the people that you attract in your life, as soon as you eliminate trying, those are the types of people that you're actually attracted to. I love it. And that's, I feel like I should quote you on that. You said, it doesn't matter what you say or what you do, it's who you are. Right. Right. Exactly. It's like almost like, you know, when I hear this, it just sounds like, it's, it's like the most raw version of you, you know, it's like instead of just pasting on a bunch of lines or, uh, you know, anything that might be inauthentic to who you are, but it's something you heard, you know, that's going to kind of steer away from the core you, which is going to really eventually fall apart unless you can keep up with this facade. Right, right exactly. And that's, um, and yeah, and that's the challenge too, is that you have to continue to put on the facade in order to maintain that connection. And as soon as you show yourself vulnerably and eliminate the facade, then you feel like you feel like your whole world is falling apart and you feel like your relationship is falling apart. And so it's not a really stable way to connect with women. And I also want to note that even a lot of guys can take that advice the wrong way and say, it's not about what you say or what you do, but it's about who you are. And then guys start getting down on themselves because they're massively insecure. And then they try to change their way of being. 
And so the first step for any man is to like really accept where they are. If they're insecure, it's okay to be insecure. And that way, once you accept that you're insecure and like you can go be around women and start being insecure, then you can learn the lessons to like develop your security. And so if there's, you know, the guys listening out there, if like, oh no, I'm trying to be someone else, like you can do that, but then you're going to have to hold up this different way of being. And like, it's not going to be a genuine way of being. And so you're going to have to go through this transition period where you accept that, like, if you're really shitty with women, like it's fucking cool, like be shitty with women. And you're just going to have to learn the lessons that way. And so you can't really change what you are and all of the suffering that men exist in the relationship space is that they're just resisting what is. But as soon as they accept what happens, then you can begin to shift. So you're saying, so like on a more like, this is very interesting, on like a more practical level, like a guy who knows he's bad with women, right? How, how, does, he, how does he embrace that when he goes out to meet women or tries to get a date? Does he say that to them? Does he just own up to it? I mean, what, what is that process right there? Right. So what I recommend for the first thing that that guys should do, like when they have a lot of fears around women is like, stop trying to date because the, the challenge comes from they're trying to date and they're trying really, really hard, hard to do it. But dating isn't something when you step into a new way of being, it's not something that you try to do. It's just a byproduct of like who you are. And so if by who you are, like dating isn't happening naturally, then I wouldn't try to do it. I would just say, go be around women as much as possible don't feel the need to, to say anything, to do anything, just be around them and then feel your fears. And as soon as they begin to feel them fears without reacting to them and like trying to fix them, then they get to know who they are. And once they know who they are, then they'll be able to shift into a way of being that attracts women's naturally and like spontaneously. And like, then they'll just like be standing there, you know, like for instance, I call this like the anti-method, you know, like go, instead of like go to, go to a bar, Right. And instead of like going around and trying to talk to women and overcome your your insecurities, like a lot of guys advice, just like stand there and just feel all of the all of the fears that are pulling at you. Right. You'll feel like you have to talk to a woman. You have to talk to someone in order to look cool. Right. And so like if you perpetuate that type of fear, then no matter what you do, you're still going to feel not cool. And so the only way to eliminate those feelings is to feel them fully. And so if you just stand there, plant your feet in the ground, feel all the anxieties of like, oh, I'm a fucking weirdo. Like, what are women thinking of me? What am I thinking of me? I want to try to talk to women. I have to talk to women, blah, 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 blah. You stand there for a couple hours. You feel through all those fears and then boom, you click in and then women are going to flock to you. Like, <laughs> like you're just like, like your center of gravity just gets intensely strong. So you suggest a guy actually goes out and just kind of just bees. He just, he just is. Right. Like don't a, do like anything. A rock in the forest. Right. Don't do anything until you can't not do it. Like, don't talk to that woman until you can't not talk to her. Like, the desire has to be so strong that you it, it's too difficult for you not to do it. And then that way, when you build your whole life like that, especially with women, then you know that every single woman that you're talking to like likes you for you and not for your effort. Well, how do you get to that point? Because that's like a really, I mean, that's the best point you can get to. You know, where you're, you're, you, you want to get to that point where you're trying so hard not to do it. So how do you get to that point? How does, how does a guy get to that point? Well, it takes patience. And it takes a lot of courage because it's really easy to want to try and fix ourselves. And when a guy is trying to fix themselves, then basically they feel like they're broken. You see what I'm saying? And so if a guy feels like they're broken then like there's just a part of them that doesn't feel fulfilled and like any type of relationship isn't going to fulfill them either. And so what guys really want down, like what they really want deep down is they want massive amounts of love. 
And so that massive amount of love is they, they can't get from another person. They can only get from themselves. And so in order to realize that, they're just going to have to stop buying into all the fear-based desires that they have of like, I need a girlfriend. I need this. I need to talk to her. I need to even overcome my fears, for instance. But as soon as you just stand there and you just like allow yourself to feel all of these feelings without reacting to them, then you get to see who you are. And then everything becomes like really, really easy. But yeah, it does take some like patience and courage in order to like really step into that new way of being because everyone teaches you that you have to do something in order to fix your problems. So, but what I'm talking about is like eliminating problems at all. <laughs> right. Right. So you're saying guys will come to you. They'll say something like, I need a girlfriend. I need to get laid. I need this. I need that. What do you think a guy needs? They need to know who they are. And if they don't know who they are, deep down without the fears, right? Like we have two, we have two ways of being. We have fear-based being and we have love-based being. And the fear-based being is like all the expectations of like, I have to, I need, I should, et cetera. And when people, when guys are in women too, when, when everyone is stuck in that, they can't actually see the truth about their desire. They can't see who they are with all this love. And that's the love that they're looking for. And so the only way to look at that love is to feel through and bleed through all the fears. And once you bleed through all the fears, it's more so like simplifying and eliminating than trying to gain something. And once you start eliminating and eliminating, eliminating and letting go of all of these fears, then the truth of who you are emanates. And once you realize that, then it's like, okay, cool. Like now I know who I am. I am now I'm like secure and I'm emotionally stable now what it is what is it that I want and then it's like cool like if you want a threesome like you just go and ask those girls over there that are like super open to it and like whatever you want just becomes like super easy to get right because that fear is washed away right and then like women can feel that and like they want to be around it because they're like oh I want to see myself in that love too and and that's really really cool because like when there's unconditional love in the space you can ask for whatever you want and you'll get it because there's no fear. It's just like, here you go. <laughs> right. So do you think this comes from really, do you think a lot of this process that you're talking about is creating like an unconditional love for yourself? Right. And it's beyond, it's beyond thought of unconditional love. And the only way to really experience unconditional love is to allow yourself, allow your heart to be broken over and over and over again until it can't be broken anymore. And once you allowed yourself to feel all of your subconscious fears, because like when you're triggered, when like when a woman's talking to you, when a woman's talking to a guy and the guy's like freaking out and nervous, there's still part of his identity that's wrapped up in like looking attractive. And so we have all these subconscious triggers. And so for a guy to see himself, he's going to have to run through all those triggers and kind of just like bleed out through all these fears. And that's really challenging. And that's really difficult because all that repressed pain and sadness and fear and anger and hurt is going to come up. But on the other side of that is your freedom. And that's your freedom to choose whatever type of relationship that you want. But before you gain your freedom, you can't really do that. Right. Right, exactly. So you think is is the anti-method, is that the method that will help a guy get through that? Yeah, totally. Me, me and my friend, I think he like he called it that. I thought it was pretty funny. Like it's it's literally the anti-method because you know, all guys are trying to go out and they're trying to they're trying to find girls and meet girls and talk to girls and trying to overcome their fears. And like, while there's some benefit to that, it's like, there's more benefit coming from just like planting your feet in the ground and being like, this is who I am. And then watch people come to you. And plus that feels better for women anyway, because when they feel that you're solid, they know that they can't fuck you up and they know that they can't emotionally manipulate you. And that will allow them to trust you. And that will allow them to want to spend time with you. Right. Right. Exactly. And that's the whole thing too, is like women, they need that trust. And if they can't trust you, it's hard for them to get turned on by you. It's hard for them to get attracted by you. Don't you think? 
Oh, totally. Yeah. Like the most important thing is trust. And a woman can only trust you when you're true to yourself. If you're trying to do things, she can't trust you because it's not actually you. It's just like some like facade of like who you think you have to be in order to get what you're looking for. But you don't have to do that. And so when, when you're like, when you're completely authentic with who you are, if you're completely scared of women and you're just standing around women and she's asking you like, what's happening for you? And you're like, I'm fucking scared shitless of you. <laughs> like, you know, like that could be like pretty cool too. But like when she feels your heart, that's when she can trust you. And when you're the words that come out of your mouth are aligned with your heart, that's when she's like, oh, I know exactly what this guy is. And I know that I can trust every single word that he's saying. Now in the beginning, women may not be attracted to you at all, but the women who are, they will trust you completely. And so you know that everyone that comes in your life is like, is there for you and vice versa. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. And that's what, that's the whole thing too, is women will trust you more. Anyone will trust you more when they know they're with the real you. And that helps people connect more. You know, when you're with someone who you know you're with them and they're not some fake self, they can connect with you easier. That leads to trust and that can lead to, well, a lot of things. Depends who you're talking to. It could lead to a friendship. It could lead to a, a business partnership. It could lead to a sexual relationship, a girlfriend, a wife, you know, whatever it is. It's just people have to, people have to trust you. And by doing that, it's all about you know, them being with who you are at the most raw form. Totally, totally trip. And it's so easy too. like from this place, like you don't have to try, you know, like when I walk into like, if I walk into a bar and I don't really go to bars often cause I find it's actually like, I just don't like it that much. Um, but if I do and because I'm just like, I'm being myself and I've eliminated all these fears and I've gained my freedom. Whenever I see, whenever I make eye contact with a woman who's also done the same and she's completely open, we meet eye contact and it's done. It's like, it's like I could go up to her like we're connected because like when you when you meet someone at, in their heart space and you just look into their eyes you're like boom done connection so I go up I'm like hey like where have you been all my life yeah right <laughs> you know and she's like where have you been all my life you know and it's like super easy you don't have to try it's just like it just becomes so obvious it's like oh all this like pickup stuff that I learned is like it makes sense but only from given given an emotional context of truth and when that truth is there like then you can just like play around in it but a lot of guys like haven't like developed that that love-based state and they haven't really like worked through their fears at all. And so like they're kind of just putting mass and mass on top of more masks, which makes it even more difficult. And the only way to get through it is just to feel it. Like you can't get out of it. Like if you're insecure, like feel your insecurities. It's, it's the only way out is through. What do you think some of the top insecurities are that guys have? I know you said a few of them so far. They said uh, they don't know what to say. They don't know what to do. Is there anything else that you think guys are really insecure about? Well, it all roots back for, to a fear of abandonment. Mm. Um, from our parents. And so, and so guys that are having trouble with women or they're also having trouble in their relationship with their mom, whether it's subconscious or not, but basically their attachments to their mother is exactly what's dictating their relationships to other women. And so if they're trying to please their mom, if they're afraid of hurting their mom's feelings, then they're probably going to be afraid of hurting women's feelings. But if they're afraid of hurting women's feelings then they can never be truthful. Like, so like, that's like the nice guy syndrome, right? And then there's the asshole of like being vulnerable and like vice versa. And so, um, so it all really roots from a fear of abandonment of being, of being left alone. Cause if you, you know, growing up, you have to act a certain way in order to get love. And so your love becomes certain, like becomes conditional from your parents. Oh, you can't cry. You can't be angry. You can't do this. And like the same thing gets transferred to women. 
And so in order for a guy to really have good relationships, he's going to have to work through all those fears of abandonment. And that's really fucking tough, man. It fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. um, because like, you're going to have to like, let yourself get hurt. You're gonna have to let people hurt you. You're gonna have to let women trample all over you. And you're gonna have to be okay with hurting women as well. Not physically, but like emotionally. Right. In order for the truth to emerge. And so that can be, that can be really, really difficult. But once you do it, it's like, it's okay to feel. And you learn that it's okay to feel everything. And once you're processing your emotions cleanly and clearly and you're processing in the moment, then you can have real connections that are, you know, uh, tainted by the past. You know, the reason that relationships is not, it's really hard to connect is because people are holding emotional weight from the past. You know, if someone's 25, they're holding probably, you know, 15 years of emotional weight that they haven't processed yet. And so going through this freedom process is going to bring up a lot of shit. And it's something that I do with my clients is I create a safe space for them to process these emotions and, and get them to learn how to like really feel in a safe way. And it can be initially scary, but once you do it, it's like, oh, there's nothing to be afraid of. And, you know, like just yesterday, you know, I was just like sitting on my bed and I was just like crying and I was like, oh, cool, great. Like I was just like, I was just like letting some stuff go and it's not like, oh no, I'm worthless and like all this stuff. It was just like letting tears out. And what's been cool for me is like now I've been, um, you know, running anger a lot too. Like that hasn't been an emotion that I've been playing with lately. It's like there's a lot of repressed anger there. But now that I'm starting to express that, it's like I can feel more of myself and women can trust me more because they can feel me. And as they can feel my heart, that's what like allows them to trust me. Um, but anyways, the question was, what's the fear? It all roots back to a fear of abandonment because you have to act a certain way in order to get love. And so the fear is that if you don't act a certain way, if you don't act attractive, then the woman's not going to love you. And if the woman's not going to love you, then you're going to die alone. And so, yeah, it all roots back to a fear of abandonment, but it could show up as in like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. Um, I'm afraid of her cheating on me. You know, that's a big one if you're in a relationship or something. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I've had to work through all those fears, <laughs> you know, like just last week, the girl that I've been dating for six months, like hooked up with my best friend <laughs> and that like brought up a lot of fear of abandonment, but like I cleared through that and like, I'm good now. <laughs> and something that would put something out of someone out of commission for like three or four, 10 years, you know, it takes me like three days to like work through. And what's that's what allows process? me to have like what's deep connections for that. Because that's really interesting. I know that a lot, I mean, all of us, because we're human, we go through crazy emotions every single second of the day. And sometimes that stuff, like you just said, can come up for us. Someone cheats on us, you know, relationship is broken, you get angry at someone, whatever it is. What's your process for working through those emotions? Because it sounds like if guys were able to learn that, and the guy who's listening right now is able to learn that process, they might be able to handle themselves better and release some of those emotions through feeling them so they don't have a lot of those fears and and some of those you know long-lasting negative emotions like anger and things like that well i want to hear your process for this this is very interesting sure yeah everyone's a little bit different depending on what they grew up with and what their beliefs about the world are um and so like when i give advice it's like or when i give a process for that it really depends on where someone's at but generally it's like if you're triggered, if you're in a state where like you, you're like with a woman and like you're really afraid that you're not worthy or something, like you just allow yourself to feel it. And you just allow yourself to be run to the ground, basically. Like you just have to surrender to the feeling and you like, and just express it. And it might take some time to like really learn how to do that. Um, but yeah, the only way out is through. And so if like, if you're angry, like give yourself permission to be angry. Because the, the challenge comes from resisting the anger, or if you're sad, or if you're depressed, the suffering comes from resisting the depression or resisting the sadness. And so the first thing to do is be like, it's okay to feel exactly what you're feeling, because what you're happening is 
that feeling is like you're upgrading your way of being. And so bleeding out emotional charge and the only way that you can bleed out emotional charge is by feeling it. That's what's going to help you become clear. And that's what's going to help you become secure. And so the only way out is through. And so if a guy's like, oh no, like I'm really sad and I'm afraid to cry. It's like, it's okay. To, first of all, it's okay to cry and it's okay to be afraid of crying as well. And once they accept that it's okay to like feel everything, everything that they're feeling, then they can get a sense of who they are and then they can begin to process those emotions. But it's like, it's kind of like, you kind of like have to like lube, lube up your emotional body. Like it takes some time to like really get going. Yeah. Giving yourself permission, you know, telling yourself, just like you said, like, it's okay to feel these emotions. Don't resist it. I like what you said there. I feel like right. it's another Max Nachomkin quote. The only way out is through it. Right. It's like, I was, um, I live here in Boulder, uh, Colorado and, uh, I went to go visit like my friends and family in Philadelphia a couple months ago and there was a giant storm as we were on the runway. And this is a really cool metaphor for how this works is like we, we got off of the tarmac and we started flying and there's this giant thunderstorm and there's all this rain and it's super cloudy and you can't see anything. But eventually we're going through the clouds, right? And it's like you can't see anything at all. It feels like, you know, like you could be in hell for all you know. And then as soon as you, you, you keep going, you keep going, you keep going and then boom, you pop through and then it's sunny. You can actually go above the weather. Right. And so like, that's what this whole process is about is like, you have to go through the clouds in order to see the bigger picture. And so if you're feeling something, the only really way out is to like really move through the clouds. But once you move through the clouds, you pop through and then everything is great again. And so if you feel stuck, just allow yourself to feel stuck and you can just trust in the fact that like everything's going to be okay afterwards. And once you do it enough times, like, you know, gaining your freedom from these, like these fear-based things, like it happens in a relationship until you get run into the ground over and over and over and over and over again with your emotions and you start feeling and feeling and feeling, then you can begin to trust that like, okay, I've done this like so many fucking times, like everything's going to be okay. Even if, even if the worst of the worst happens, even if this person that I love, like fuck some other dude, like I'll be okay. But you really have to feel those emotions like over and over and over again until you know deep down that it's okay. So like you really have to go through this process in order to like have a deep down knowing. And when you have a deep down knowing, then like no woman can shake that. They can't really manipulate you. They can't change who you are. Like when you speak something, like it's true. Like when you tell a woman, like you are fucking sexy. You know, like I met a woman last night and I just told her that I don't even know her. And she like could actually receive it because I'm like, I'm not trying to get anything from her. But like with guys, like they try to like compliment, they try to compliment women, but there's still this subconscious neediness under there. And that's the thing, it's subconscious, you can't actually see it. Then women won't really respond because they can feel that subconscious fear under there. And they could feel that it's not actually true. And so as you start to feel through these emotions, the level of purity in which you act becomes greater and greater and greater. And so as you start to feel through your fears, like your relationships get better and better and better and connections become easier and easier and easier and you don't even have to try. Yeah. Right. You know what? This is so interesting because this is reminding me of like, I always say, you know, in order to, you know, get better at, you know, approaching women or flirting or anything like that, it takes practice. You know, it's like there's a skill involved there. And, you know, getting over, let's say, your approach anxiety, you know, you got to kind of get, you got to go through it. You got to get rejected. You got to experience it. And you're talking about a very similar process where you're saying almost the same thing where it's like, you got to go through the emotions and experience all the emotions. And as you, as you said, don't resist the emotions, let it happen. So you'll know, and you'll like, you'll create this real confidence that no matter what you're Superman, you can handle anything just right. because you've been through it just because you've done it. You know, it's almost like, you know, a lot of people fear the unknown, right? That's, that's where a lot of fear comes from is they exactly. don't know what's going to happen and they don't know what's going to, you know, happen from it. 
So if you can go through all those emotions, I mean, that's, that's probably one of the better methods I've ever heard because that will take care of everything. Right. And then fear of abandonment isn't even a thing. Cause if you're not, if you're not afraid of the fear of abandonment, if you're not afraid of abandonment, then it's okay for a woman to abandon you. And when it's okay for a woman to abandon you, then she has space to do whatever she wants and then she can continually choose you. So like when I talk to women, they're allowed to hurt my feelings, you know, like it's okay for them to like hurt me. Like it's not even a thing in my world. Like they're allowed to leave me. Like it's okay. And because like I even, I, when it's okay, even when I know that it's going to hurt me, you see what I'm saying? Most guys are like, oh no, it's not okay to like feel these things, but I don't really care about feeling emotions. Like feeling emotions is great. And I get to feel more love in my life, but I'm not willing to try and control a woman in order to avoid being hurt. And so I'm like, cool, like you can hurt me if you want, but like, do you want to like go out and grab a drink? (laughs) You know, like that's like, that's kind of like my mindset behind it. Like you can leave me if you want, but if you don't, like if you want to have some fun, like come and play with me. You know, and like when you give women that type of freedom as well, like then they continually choose you because like when, when women can feel like you're trying to like get something from them or even like as guys, when we feel that women are trying to get stuff from us, man, I feel so many, so many women trying to like manipulate me and like, it just doesn't work, <laughs> you know, because like it just feels fucking gross. Right. Right. Exactly. It's like, you don't need to be fixed. Like, I'm not going to fix you. Like, that's not my responsibility. Like you're fucking perfect. And as long as you act like you're not, then like, it's really hard to connect with you because like, I just have to remind you of your completeness all the time. And that's okay. I don't mind doing that once in a while. But like, if that's the entire relationship, then it's not really a relationship. It's just like trying to like be healed by someone and trying to like get something from someone, which like just doesn't feel good for anyone. Right. You know, it's like if someone's needy, it's like, ugh, like, you know, whatever. And so the first thing, and that's the thing is like, you know, going around and approaching women that can actually teach a lot of guys like really cool lessons, but I find it easier to just like have guys be okay with doing nothing first because sometimes that taking action is being clouded by the need to fix themselves. And if it's not rooted, if like going out and approaching women is not like rooted in the right, in the right frame, if it's not like, Hey, we're not doing this to fix ourselves. We're doing it just to like see what happens and to feel the energy of it. Then it can give, it can be pretty dangerous. So like what I have guys do first is just like go stand in a bar or a coffee shop and just like feel themselves around women and like, just like get to know themselves better. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That's a good process too. It's a really good process. They can really come out much stronger. You know, I mean, I feel like everything you're talking about is very set in this kind of Buddhist uh, state. I don't know if you study Buddhism or you're really into that, but I feel like you're kind of speaking that language in the sense where you're like, you know what? You're really just okay as you are. Like everything right now is perfect, which is a very simple statement but probably one of the deeper things that i've ever heard in terms of you know how to perceive life is that everything right now is perfect as it is there's nothing wrong right because it just is right and that's the thing is like you know and then we have to like guys have to go through this process of like really like coming to understand that because there's so much conditioning that things aren't okay that if if someone is like for instance if a guy feels insecure or he feels unattractive then he's afraid that if he feels unattractive that it will actually make him unattractive and so there's and so there's resistance there because they're afraid to feel their feelings because if they feel them then their worst nightmare will come true and so the only way to like move through these emotions is to make their very worst nightmares come true and make them real so that they can feel the emotion and then once they feel the emotion they pop through the clouds and then it's sunny and then they realize oh that's not true at all but you have to make your your worst your worst fears come true in order to realize that. So like, 
yeah, if a guy's like, oh no, this woman's going to reject me, right? A lot of guys say that to prevent themselves from feeling hurt. But the only way around it is just like, let yourself be hurt. <laughs> right. You know, it's just like, listen, like, okay, what, what, not, not what happens if she rejects you, but like literally make it true that she's rejecting you. She fucking hates you. She fucking thinks you're a piece of shit. She thinks that you're the worst person on the planet. Feel the impact on that and feel how hurtful that is. And as you begin to let go of these repressed emotions, then those type of words won't really have, they still might sting, they still might hurt kind of like a rubber, rubber band if you're like, you know, snapping it on your wrist or something, but they won't like, they won't throw you off your center and they won't get you to question who you are. Right. Right. Exactly. Damn, man. Deep stuff yeah. here. Deep stuff. I love it. Yeah, I man. Love it. This is like, you know, I did a lot of like pickup stuff for like, you know, four or five years and like none of it. Like it, it worked in the sense of like I could, you know, connect with women and I could have a lot of sex. And that was really cool because like I was like a super nerdy dude and like I never had sex. And I was like, oh, this is so fucking great, you know. But like deep down, I was still so massively insecure. And so I realized that the only way for me to do this was just to fucking feel insecure. Just fucking feel hurt. Just like, like myself be hurt because then that way you get to feel human. You get to feel the care that you have for yourself. You get to feel the care that you have for other people. You get to feel your compassion. You get to feel your heart. And it's really fucking cool. And as you do it, like your, your center of gravity as a man just gets really, really stronger. Uh, you know, like I go to the bars now and like women just start to like fucking orbit me. This woman, um, this woman came up to me. I was at a bar a couple months ago and she, she just looked at me and I like, I knew when she looked at me, like we just had a real connection. She didn't even have to say anything because I'm coming from this really pure space and she was, so was she. And we didn't say anything. She like bumped into me and she's like, excuse me. And then she left and I went to go to the bathroom. She came and find me. She's like, Hey, you're cute. Like, what's your number? Yeah. And then, you know, we, we didn't, we didn't really go on a date like that night, but like I texted her like a couple days later. I was like, Hey, come out with me. Literally. That's like the only thing I said. And she's like, okay. Because when you have that real connection, flaking isn't even a thing. Having to say the right thing isn't a, even, a, even a thing. It's just like, it's more so about the energetics that you have with someone, the, the energy and the attachment that you have. Is it pure or is it not pure? If it's pure, like you don't really need to do anything. What do you mean by pure? Um, pure as in like, there's less, there's less fear in the space. Like if you have, if you have a deep rooted fear of abandonment, then there's always going to be a part of you that's subconsciously trying to control the women to, to get her to stay with you. And so if someone can feel that, then even if it's a little bit, they're still going to feel like they're being manipulated. Right. They're going to feel like they're not with the truth. They're not. Right. The truth isn't being spoken to them with this person who they're with. Right. There's, there's still a little bit of, of stuff that they can't trust you. And so, you know, when I talk to women, there's like not a lot of expectation there. And there's still, there's still some stuff there. You know, it's like, it's not like it's, you have to be perfect. Like you don't have to have any fear in your space at all, but the more and more purity your way of being is, is the more and more connection that you can have. Right. I love and so it. you'll, and so you'll attract people who are at the same level of being that you are. And so that happens so that you can upgrade your level of purity because when you're in a relationship with someone who's at the same, who has the same level of love and fear ratio that you have, then you're able to see your fears more clearly. And when you can see your fears more clearly, then you can feel through them, let go of repressed emotions and then upgrade your way of being and upgrade your purity so that you can have more connection. Right, exactly. And I feel like when you do get to that point and you go through all these emotional experiences and you start to beat the fear, you're going to want women who are at that level. Like you're naturally going to want a woman who's probably more evolved like you are. I mean, don't you think? Because it's, it's going to be probably harder for you to connect with someone who isn't at that level that you are, you know, who's done the work, who's been through it 
the emotions. I mean, maybe not as much as you know you've done because a lot of people don't do this kind of work, but right, you're right. probably going to be attracted to a different type of girl. Oh, exactly. Like I'm completely attracted to completely different types of women. Like even if they're even if they're very attractive or like very hot, I can feel their energy. And if there's still a lot of like manipulative energy or still a lot of fear, it's like it just doesn't really feel good to be around. But yeah. I also want to point out that doing this process allows you to connect with everybody more. And so I'm able to connect with people who are in that space like very, very easily because I understand because I've worked through those fears and I felt them, my heart has compassion for it. And so oh, yeah. people who are in that space are just like they're just like me but like, you know, like six months ago, <laughs> you know what I mean? And so your compassion just radically improves. And so then it just becomes a question of who you want to connect to. Like maybe, maybe there's a girl that's like, she has a lot of fear, but she actually has a beautiful heart underneath of it. And her expression is really fucking amazing when she does come from that place of purity. And so then it just becomes a choice of who you want to connect with. Like I can connect with a woman who has a lot of fear in her space, but I actually like being around her. And I can actually, just as a byproduct of my presence, like she'll start to like release that fear like over and over and over again and she'll become massively more expressed. It's just like, now it becomes a choice. You know, it's like, okay, now, now who do you want to connect with? And like understanding the dynamics of how, how the fear and the love works. And like, that's like advanced skill sets. And like, that's probably a whole different podcast in, in general. But um, yeah, like after you go through this, it just becomes a, after you start to feel your emotions, then it just becomes more and more of a choice for you to choose like what you want your life to look like rather than, what it has to look like. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like you get more freedom to choose. Yeah. More and yeah. more freedom as you feel. Exactly. It's really, it really comes down to feelings. It's yeah. amazing. You get more choice. You get more freedom. I mean, you're Superman. You know what I mean? You can really conquer anything, which is amazing. Max, right. this is uh, this is I've learned so much here personally. This has been a, a great little interview. And if you guys are interested in learning more from Max and even getting coaching from this guy, which I can only imagine is probably even 10 times more incredible than the stuff you heard here today. I'm going to put his website, which is going to be in the description, maxnachomkin.com. Guys, I urge you, if you want to work through these matters, go to him, work with him, get through your fears, beat your insecurities, feel these emotions. He'll teach you how to do it through the anti-method. I'm sure you have a lot of other yeah. strategies and techniques as well to uh, to help guys get through that. So uh, any last words, Max? Again, thanks for doing this and taking your time out of your day to, to be here and sharing this amazing wisdom with us. Yeah, man, this is so much fun. Thanks for, for having me on here. I have a lot of fun just like expressing these things. Um, but yeah, uh, if you're listening and you want to know exactly like what your next steps are, I created this dating this dating assessment that you can take and it's like 40 something questions and you take it and then it creates like a customized profile for you in terms of like where your where your sticking points are and where your blind spots are and it's just like a really cool tool it takes like you know maybe 5 minutes to fill out I'll send it straight to your email um just go to slash trip with two p's uh, maybe you can put that in the description um but yeah it's like super cool it's completely free and uh, I think that's like a really good start to start. And then there's a way to get in touch with me as well if you want to like talk more and like just want some like perspective on like what's happening with your situation. And like basically what I do is I just give you awareness um, on what's happening so that you can shift. And I just totally understand where you're coming through and whatever you're going through right now, like chances are that I've been through it as well. So um, don't hesitate to reach out. I'd, I'd love to connect with you and just like learn more about you. Awesome. Perfect. Well said. Go check that out. Links in the description. And Max, thank you again. Thanks, Trip. Appreciate it. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and write a review. Over 18 and want a question answered on the podcast? Email all your questions to trip at tripadvice.com.